You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy, featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Hey guys, it's Jessica, your athletic injury correction and conditioning expert. Thank you for listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Please make sure you go follow us on Instagram at runpainfree underscore academy as always at runpainfree also on Instagram and uh, make sure that you're following everything because this is the year that runpainfree is really giving out an abundance of information so also we love to hear from you guys so always leave us a message comment ask what you really need to hear or what you're questioning that's what we're here for there's a reason why I'm an expert and it's A part of that little bit of over 70,000 hours in injuries alone that I can sit up here and talk to you. So today we are going to be talking about braces, shots, and KT tape and why they're actually hurting you. Why they're not helping you at all. And a lot of you are going to gasp at things I say. You may have heard some things I've said, but I'm being so nice by saying that because I know you haven't. So I'm going to get into it because it's extensive, it's complicated, and it also can be very simple if you just think about it logically. So without further ado, let's get together. Um, First things first, let's go over braces. When we talk about the body and biomechanics, biomechanics is how the body operates, mechanics. So always refer to like your car. You have a mechanic to get your engine right and everything in there working together. It's the same thing for your body. I am the person who gets your body working right. I'm who they have in the professional athletes and sports um, because people operating at that elite level need somebody like me at their beck and call to make sure their bodies are well oiled and well conditioned to do so. And so that's what I wanna give all of my local runners and the majority of the world who are athletes in their own right and are finally unleashing that. So I always talk about biomechanics. I am a biomechanics expert. Um, And so that's where everything stems from. So if everything stems from there, that is the joint level. Joints dictate muscle function. Tissue restrict joints. So it's always tissue first, joint second, muscle last. That's why working out is the last thing you do and it's the fun stuff that's easy. I love getting my rocks off on people who are well beyond correction and in the loaded phase and we can toss some kettlebells around and really build on that new pattern. But way before that happens, we have to address those joints. And when we are using a brace, you are literally locking up that joint. So whatever brace you put on the joint, it's actually acting as a creator of injury for the immediate joint above that. So for your knee, I can guarantee you a hip injury. For your ankle, I can guarantee you a knee injury. And for your elbow, I can guarantee you a shoulder injury. For your wrist, I can guarantee you an elbow injury. And as you know, it consistently trickles up and or down. So even though it goes to the immediate one up, again, if that one is messed up, it's just gonna go up further to the next joint. So you start to set off a chain of of reaction in events, if you will. So you don't want to take any external piece of anything and put it on your knee. I'll say knee because it's the most common brace used. 
Although a lot of you basketball players, if you're on here listening, um, you guys love the ankle braces, which is honestly the dumbest thing. I, I, I really, I can't, I can't even get into it. Maybe one day I will, I just can't. Um, but it is really when you're going to put a sleeve or a brace of any type on your knee, what you're essentially doing is, is you're basically, as if you were to take your two hands and just go around your kneecap and just hold it there. And like, I don't know where you think you're going when you were literally stopping your knee from hinging. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, if you are in that much pain where you don't want your knee to move, then you shouldn't be moving. It just doesn't make sense. Does that make sense? So essentially like your body is aching because it's telling you something. So you don't want to just duct tape its mouth and say, shut up body, which is essentially what the, the, the brace is doing. It's basically duct tape and you're just shutting your body up saying, I don't want to hear what you got to say right now because I want to do something else. That's not really going to work in your favor because all that's going to happen is the knee's going to be like, all right, buddy, I'm going to go over here now and I'm going to mess up your hip because since you want to shut me up down there, I'm going to go everywhere else I can possibly go to screw with you. And that's exactly what it does. So also braces, when you go to an orthopedist, and this is just from years of doing this, um, it's about $500 for an actual knee brace. Yeah, you can go to up here in New York City, we have Dwayne Reed, or you have Rite Aid, or CVS, or Target, Walmart, whatever, and you can get a sleeve on Amazon. But when you actually get an actual knee brace, you know, if you're really injured and you go see a doctor, the knee braces at a doctor is a $500 cost, easy. So for the price of $500, you too can mess up the rest of your body. That's literally what the tagline should be on those braces, because that's what it's doing. Um, and then when you get real spiffy and you see the full leg the full leg braces, my God, I, I, I don't, it's so old school, it's so old school. I, I really don't know why they're even still out. Unless you've broken your leg, there's no reason to put a knee that's giving you ache and pain into such a monstrosity over your entire leg, just to stop everything from working. Because then you're really just asking for a back injury. And I promise you, you do not know pain unless you've had a back injury, I promise you. So you wanna get away from that at all costs. Now the direct support to your knee is your glute. So guess what you're actually agitating when you lock up your knee with a brace? Your hip joint, yes. And your piriformis, yes. And your sciatica, yes. That's why, because your glute is actually the support, direct muscular support to your knee is your glute. It ain't your calf. And it sure as hell is not your quad, okay? So you have to re remember or know or learn or seek the information of what supports what in your body so you know when you're making a decision what you're actually making a decision about. So braces actually hinder you and they create a injury in the immediate joint above. You do not want to create injuries, guys. You wanna listen to what the knee is saying. Um, so. Let's say you don't want to do the brace. Okay, fine. What's the next option they give you? Shots. Here's the thing about shots. I, as you know, was hit by a truck. So I broke my hip and chipped my femur off. The top of my femur broke off. I never had surgery. It's floating somewhere around in my body, probably still to this day. Anyway, basically where my hip and my leg meet were not attached by bone. They just weren't. All the muscles and everything around it were, were, were intact. Um, 
or strained rather, obviously, because I was hit by a truck, um, but the actual bone connection was lost. And so that had to, bone regrows and regenerates and all those things. So it obviously regenerated in its own form and its own formation and what have you. But I was in excruciating back pain, excruciating back pain. And I was wearing um, pain patches on my back when I was working for Equinox. And uh, I would go into the bathroom and cry in between sessions because the pain was so stupid and sitting down hurt more than standing. So I would purposefully book myself from five in the morning till 10 at night because I just didn't want to sit down. Um, and so I would hide the pain patches because it was insane. And finally they said, we're going to give you two, two shots in your SI joints, one in each joint. Um, cause I was in complete sacrum dysfunction when it's funny to me because I'm really one of the only people I ever hear use the term dysfunction as often as I do. So for me to go back 11 years and know they actually wrote sacrum dysfunction on the medical paperwork, it just blows my mind. So to this day, that's a little sidebar, but anyway, um, so I went in and I actually had to go under anesthesia to get this done because they went so deep into my SI joints. Um, and if any of you guys know anatomy on any level, the SI joint goes literally so deep. Um, it, it is way, it's a gateway to how the upper body and lower body actually connect um, by way of the psoas. The psoas connects your low spine to your hip, to your femur. So I was actually told by the, um, by the tech that did my MRIs, all 51 of them, excuse me, that he actually brought me into his office right after my last MRI, number 51. And he said, I need to bring you in here because I've been doing this for 31 years and I've never seen anybody so as, so big as yours. And he accredited the, the, the amount of muscle that my psoases have on either side to not breaking my back. He said my psoas was so developed that it supported my back or the way I was hit, I would have broken my, my back would have cracked in half, literally. Um, so thank God for my psoas. I will credit that to dancing and being a dancer forever. So, but in any event, they had to go all the way that deep. And I actually woke up in more pain than I went in with. And that level of pain lasted for 24 hours. And then I was right back at the pain that I had that I went in there with. So it was a complete waste of time. And it was a couple of thousand dollars. Um, again, I don't speak about things that I haven't actually experienced and or worked on. So that's where I'm coming from when I'm talking. So I'm going to always put in my tidbit, whether it's about myself or a client that I've worked on, because I really, I do know what it means to just hear a bunch of hoopla. And unless somebody has actually had an injury, I don't care how many letters are after your name, I'm not entertaining a conversation with you. So I give the same respect to anybody who's listening to me that I would actually want if I'm listening to somebody else. That being said, shots came about right after the whole epidemic of pills got bananas. I mean, everybody was addicted to every kind of pain med out there. And it was constantly coming from doctors, you know, prescribing, prescribing, prescribing. And then that whole thing happened and it just got worse and worse and worse. And so people didn't want to prescribe pills anymore. So the next best thing was shots because doctors make a lot of money off of prescriptions. It's not, I'm not trying to call people out or say anything other than the truth. And that's just what it is. Everybody knows doctors make money off of prescriptions. We all know that. Um, unfortunately, some doctors push pills more than others. And that's just unfortunate, but that's just the facts. Um, so 
shots became the next best thing. Oh, I'll give you a shot for plantar fasciitis. Well, let's talk about it. If you've listened to my plantar fasciitis masterclass that I did a couple of weeks ago, um, and if you haven't, again, please go to runpainfreeacademy.com and get in there. I have a two hour masterclass that I did on plantar fasciitis specifically. I went over everything soup to nuts and it's really beneficial because it literally is the number one injury in runners. So please go over there and check that out. But if you've heard anything I've talked about plantar fasciitis, then you know that it's not your feet. Plantar fasciitis got nothing to do with your feet. That's just a result of something else. And it is originating and rooting in your IT band, which is nowhere near your foot. It just affects everything down because of where it inserts outside the, outside the upper calf below the knee. That is why it affects that. But when you address the proper area, which is above the knee, glute, hips, hinge in your hip, hinge in your knee, and therefore flexion and extension in your ankle, you actually can correct plantar fasciitis. Um, but if you don't do that, and you just focus on your foot, you're gonna have pain for years and years and years and years. And so when a doctor is like, oh, I'll give you a shot in your foot, because you're not being, well, I'm gonna say what I wanna say. You're being lazy about it and you don't wanna put the work in to actually retrain your foot how to move, get into sneakers that you should properly be in, which are full functioning sneakers, regenerate the movement in your foot, retrain ankle stability, ankle mobility, create new muscle in your lower leg and foot so that your foot can actually work again and actually correct the issue. If you're being lazy to that notion, then you're like, oh yeah, my pain keeps coming back. So then they give you a shot in your foot. Well, that, first of all, the pain spot where it goes in is gonna hurt forever, um, and it's very specific. And then it's gonna wear off in about six weeks, and you'll be back. And that's also a money maker. And I just know that there's a hundred other ways to fix people than anything outside of their body. When you address the body for what it's telling you, that's how you correct it. Doctors do amazing things. I say this all the time. I think every health professional actual legitimate health professional um, does amazing things, but we all have limits, me included. And when you are refusing to admit your limits, you start hurting people. And that's not okay and I'm not cool with that. I'm one of the people that got hurt because of it because people couldn't admit their limits. So I have a vendetta, I have a big passion behind that whole notion of not knowing your limits. Egos have no place around people's bodies and livelihoods, okay? so. When you put a shot in the knee, the knee is gonna swell. You put a shot in the elbow, arm's gonna swell. It's, it's just, it's, it's gonna happen. Even if you Googled it right now, it would say swelling is a common, um, swelling is a common side effect, but it should go down in, in a day or so. No, it doesn't. I've had entire legs blow up on people. I've had entire arms blow up on people. And the most common thing I hear is, Jessica, it feels like I have poison in my body. I know, because it is poison. Your body is very, e very eager to help itself, but you have to give it the right tools to do so. So when you go and find yourself putting a foreign substance in your body, your body's gonna fight the hell out of it. And it should. It should tell you, shame on you for doing that to me. Cause you didn't give me a chance to fix myself. That's what it's saying to you. You gotta look at your body like an actual response, like an actual conversation. Stop it. Your body is talking to you. And I'm here to teach you what the hell it's saying to you because you are really gonna hurt yourself if you don't start learning what your body is saying to you. Um, so the shots is not a good thing. Your body doesn't need it. Um, it's temporary, if at all, at best and it creates other issues. Why? 
for lack of better terms, it makes the muscles mush. So the real reason why if you get any relief, it's because the, the whatever substance they put in you, whether it's a cortisone shot um, or what would make sense is if it was an anti-inflammatory, um, which they don't do. Um, and I made the mistake of like leading the client with that one day and um, came back with, oh yeah, they're gonna mix it. They're gonna do, um, they're gonna do anti-inflammatory and cortisone. I've actually never heard of that before or after that. And I don't even think that that's possible. If it is, I'll stand corrected. Um, but again, it's like taking Advil. Advil doesn't last forever. Advil lasts for four hours, five hours. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where this notion comes from that it's gonna be forever. You have to put the work in to fix your body. These quick fixes aren't gonna work. Um, that's why when they shoot up professional athletes in the middle of a game, they're doing that because they're in the middle of a million dollar game. Millions of dollars are on the line. So that million dollar body with those million dollar legs, they're gonna get shot up. That's what happens and they'll fix it later because they have someone like me ready to fix it later. You guys are not doing that. You have lives to live. You have people to see. You have a job to go to. You have groceries to get, families to take care of. Maybe you have kids. You have a vacation. You travel for work. You swell in the air. Like, these are things you have to do. These, these professional athletes go home. They go home and they have me wait, working on them, fixing them, conditioning them. They're not getting shots every day. They get shots on the spot, in the middle of a game in the middle of a season, something in the nose, there's very specific and critical points that that's happening. And for some reason that level has translated or transmitted, I will say, into local athletics or local activity levels and it has no place here. It just doesn't. Um, I'm, I'm highly against it because I've had it and I've had hundreds of clients that have had it and don't get the relief. And if they have relief, it's temporary. And when they're done, like I said, it makes the, what happens is it makes the muscles mush. So what your relief is, again, if you feel any relief, it's because it's making it unable to tense up. That's it. Once that fades, you basically put the muscle to sleep, if you will. Once that fades in six weeks, your body wakes up and goes, what the hell did you just do to me? And it goes, tighten back up, if not worse, and you go right back to the doctor and get another shot. That's how that works. So people that call me that are like, oh my God, my leg is swelling up, my elbow is swelling up, my forearm is swelling up, swelling up, my bicep is swelling up, I immediately get to them and I physically work on their body until I move that fluid out of the joint. Disperse it, move it, disperse it, move it. It's painful, it's painful and it's through me working on them and movement, we working on them and movement, back and forth, back and forth. Because I have to get it out of the joint and let the joint do the work. Let's get the blood flow back to the joint. The only juice you want in your joints is blood flow, dude. That is it. You do not want anything else in the joint but blood flow. Blood flow is your WD-40. Stop adding all these foreign things in there that are temporary, but while it's being temporary, it's creating other injuries because now you've just deconditioned the muscle to actually tighten up. So now it takes me twice as long to actually get those muscles to fire again so I can see them fire wrong and then start the correction process. You see what I'm saying? So when I get somebody who's in pain and injured, I immediately release the strain off the joint so the joint can tell me what's going on. I make them move. I see what their body is or isn't doing, what muscles are or aren't functioning or firing, and I start the correction from there. When you have a shot, that doesn't happen. 
because now there's a barrier there that's disallowing function, that's disallowing joint signal. And if the joint can't signal, the muscles can't function and the muscles are boombalad, they're drunk basically. They're not able to give you any kind of information. So it's a whole backwards thing. Like it could take two months for me to get you back to a starting point to even start the correction. My most severe injured right now actually is doing, dealing with that right now. She got a shot in the knee, her whole leg blew up. I immediately lost it because that's just how I am. Um, and we got to work immediately. I was like, I need to see you immediately. She started the program right away. And I spent about two months just working on her. She's just now starting to actually do some actual mechanical conditioning moves with the correction just now. And it was several months. And it's, it's, you know, it's marathon season and training has started and she's running New York. So it is a backtracking and it does take time to get the, get that whole situation back to a baseline state so that we can move on from that. But the body still has it in there and you're constantly monitoring it and fighting it. And this is all from shots guys. Like all I just said is from having a shot. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of extra hurt, ache, agony, time wasted because you had a shot. This is why shots are not the way to go. And my final point of this podcast is going to be about KT tape. Like my body hurts when I say that. I'm so annoyed the fact that this tape is still out. Um, and I'm gonna leave in the notes, you should see it in, in the notes of this podcast. There's a reason why KT tape was taken to um, court on a class action lawsuit. It was because they were falsely advertising that they prevent injuries. They were taken as a class action lawsuit. Um, I will leave the link below and I'm sure you're probably Googling it right now while I'm talking to you. Um, and the federal government won. And this was just a few years ago. I have been outwardly speaking against this tape for over a decade. Um, I wish you could go further than that back on, on um, on Facebook, but for some reason, sometimes it does or doesn't show you back more than five years. But I've been writing about this, talking about this with my athletes for a very long time. KT tape is got nothing to do with it being cute. Okay. I know a lot of you love that the tape is colorful and it has like Yankee, um, emblems on and logos on it. I, I, one of my, one of my run pain free sponsored runners of 2019 this year used to buy the tape because it was cute and it like, and she could match it with her Yankee stuff. And if she's listening, she knows exactly who I'm talking about. Um, and they, they think it's funny when they show me pictures of previous, like times previous to run pain free. And they were all taped up looking bananas, but they were all, everybody, even to this day, like people still post, oh my, sorry for my, for my KT tape, not matching my outfit. Are you kidding me? Do you know what you're doing to your body when you put on KT tape? You are literally giving your body the illusion that somebody has their finger on your body and is pulling your fascia up and holding it there, literally. No one can do that. Nobody can do that. It's literally the way you're supposed to KT tape is to go in line with the fascia, the in line of the IT band and or where the fascia is aligning itself. Here's the thing. Fascia is all over your body like a big ass cobweb. The thickest part of it is your IT band that comes from the outside of below your knee in that outer bone that sticks out by your shin, outside of your shin, outside, all the way outside below your knee, up on the outsides of your thighs, up onto your hips, covering 80% of each glute, crossing your low spine, 
behind, making an X, and going opposite and crossing and hooking at the tops of each shoulders. So every time you pull the left shoulder forward, your right knee gets pulled on. Every time you pull the right shoulder forward, your left knee gets pulled on. So when you think you're doing something by putting a KT tape on, know this, you are only creating an injury. That is all you are doing. That is all you are doing. And because so many of you actually believe actually believe that if you're running, you should be in pain, you don't even get this. Because when you're wearing the KT tape and you take it off, you're in pain. And you actually believe that that's the way you should be feeling. I have no idea what kind of society we live in that people actually think that that's right and or normal. You should not be in pain doing anything anything and if you've lived a life of luxury which i will say is luxury by not ever having any injuries or breaks or pains or anything then you need to know you lived a life of luxury and you were literally creating a pain you do not want i have had health issues and injuries my entire life i go bananas when i see people self-creating self-inflicted injuries and health ailments it's beyond me, <clears throat> excuse me, it is beyond me. You have great mechanics, you have no ailments, you can eat whatever you want, you don't have hypertension, you don't have diabetes, you don't have stomach issues, you don't have broken bones, you don't have anything like that, and you go ahead and overeat, eat the wrong stuff, don't wanna go for a walk, don't wanna work out, then you wanna wear the shoes that your friend is wearing because your friend likes those shoes even though they're hurting your feet and then you're gonna put this tape on because you saw this athlete put that tape on once let's talk about that for a second excuse me I had to take a drink <laughs> um, let's talk about that for a second you don't see athletes wearing KT tape when you see an athlete wearing KT tape it is for that one event or one race or one um, game. That's not, you don't, you won't see them wearing it every game. You guys wear tape every race, every race. Like it's a part of your outfit. <clears throat> you don't see that in professional sports. You just don't see it. If they're using it, it's because again, they are worth millions of dollars and they have to have to perform at the most optimal level that they performed at yesterday, again today, and they better do it again tomorrow, especially if it's basketball, baseball, those, those, those sports are back to back, back to back. Now, you're not seeing this any, any other place, but as soon as they're done with that game, they're going off the field and they're working with somebody like me and we're ripping that tape right the hell off and we're getting right to work. When people pass me on the marathon, I'm at mile 22, pass me on the marathon and stop with some KT tape on. Just do it. I'm ripping it right off. I don't care how mad you get, I'm ripping it off and I'm pulling down your sleeves because those two things you are literally asking for um, a hip strain, a groin strain, knee injury, ACL, LCL or MCL tear meniscus tear, uh, tibia, fibula tears, stress fractures, metatarsal stress fractures, Achilles, Achilles pain, calf pain and or strain, hamstring strain, hamstring strain, hamstring strain. I'm not playing these games. And then you wanna continue, put it up on your hip, a hip stress fracture within minutes. 
Like you don't realize, and a torn hip labrum? Oh my goodness. I cannot tell you how many people have put on tape that have never used it before. Put the tape on at the start of a race. Ended the race, took the tape off, and was in debilitating pain. In debilitating pain. Because you just made your body think it was doing one thing when underneath the tape it was doing something totally different. You're still moving. You don't stop anything moving because you put tape on it. Who the hell said that? Where'd that idea come from? You're not stopping anything doing anything with tape on. This doesn't make any sense. You're still walking, right? Your knee's still hinging, right? I have a brand new client. I have never seen anybody taped the way this, this doctor taped this girl. He taped her entire knee. He might as well have used electrical tape, masking tape, and duct tape all combined. He completely circled the lit. All you could see was the little itty bitty 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 top of her kneecap. From there all the way out down to the almost like right a quarter down her shin and a quarter up her quad and completely around the sides of either knee was completely covered in frigging tape. Guess what happened at the end of her race? She had a big old bruise right in the back of the center of her knee. Guess what that is? Meniscus, meniscus. Yeah, when you strain your hamstrings, they bruise. You ever see it? Google it. When you strain your quad, when you tear your quad, there's a big old bruise on your quad. When you snap your calf, big old bruise, big old bruise, big old bruise. Those are very different bruises than foam rolling and sticking bruises. They ain't the same. Foam rolling and sticking bruises are always of a red color, a red tone, because that's blood flow. Tissue is releasing, and when it releases, blood flow pushes through like it needs to. When you got a black and purple bruise, that's, that's, that's a problem. Black and purple bruises, that's a problem. Now, are there black and purple bruises in, in foam rolling and, and, uh, and um, sticky? Yes, but they still have a red tone. Still have a red tone. I'm talking about those dark, nasty, really nasty bruises that you see in the backs of people's legs that have had hamstring strains or hamstring snaps, that's what that is. This girl had that right behind the back of her knee. So it was her hamstrings insertions and her meniscus. And her meniscus. The doctor actually hurt her. You heard it. The doctor actually hurt her. There was no, I have never seen anybody taped like that ever in my life. I've never seen that. It is absurd. It is insane that anybody with a medical degree thought that was okay. That's not okay. There's no functionality there. You locked up her knee completely. She couldn't hinge her knee when the tape is supposed to allow hinging, right? You could, she couldn't hinge her knee at all because it was so masked in tape that her hip couldn't function. Now the girl has knocked knees. So guess where that comes from? Hips. So now you locked up her knee, her hips already jacked and you just messed up her, the entire time she ran, she couldn't hinge her hip at all. No hip flexion, no hip extension or hip flexion, which means she had no ankle flexion or extension. And it just looped in her knee the whole race over and over and over again until it bruised it in the back. And it hurt her, it strained her from tape. This is the problem we have. These are billion dollar industry products and it is a billion dollar industry for a reason. I make money off of actually correcting people, teaching them how their bodies work, why they're not working and how to get it to work and then how to train it and condition it to stay that way. That's what I do. Your body is more than, more than capable and equipped to fix itself with itself. You have to listen to it, you have to understand it, and you have to dig a little bit deeper. 
Stop being lazy. Stop grabbing external stuff and deal with yourself. Deal with your body. Listen to it. Take a moment. The only external thing that hurts a runner is apparatus. It's apparatuses. It's sneakers, it's tape, it's braces, and it's shots. That's external. You yourself can are not the reason you're hurting when you have all these things on you. These things on you are what's hurting you. Your dysfunction is being restricted and even conditioned more by putting on restrictive sneakers, by putting on restrictive tape, by putting on restrictive braces, and by inserting a foreign substance to restrict mobility in the joint. You already have dysfunction. All these things make them worse. You need to deal with your own dysfunction. Strip yourself clean, expose the dysfunction, address it. That's how you correct injuries. It is not by reaching outwardly to think everything is gonna be outside of you guys. Stop with the braces, stop with the shots, stop with the KT tape. You're gonna save so much frigging money, but more than that, more than that, because if you got insurance, good for you. But more than that, you're gonna save yourself time lost time that you get taken out of the game even longer because you're in a brace, in a boot, in a sock, with tapes, with shots. Wait for this, wait for that. That's time, that's training time, that's conditioning time, that's recovery time. Recovery happens in conditioning, by the way, when you know what you're doing. So I really encourage you to consistently follow us on at the Run Pain Free Academy with at run, at run Pain Free underscore Academy on Instagram. And also sign up for the RunPainFreeAcademy.com because we put all the information out through Instagram, but then in order to get access to it, you got to sign up through the actual Academy. So this podcast is going to be first heard by people in the Academy and then we publish it everywhere else. So you also get first information first to everything in the academy continue to follow us on runpainfree.com runpainfreenow.com also at runpainfree on instagram and as always on facebook um and just really consistently ask us questions we are here to ask, answer questions we are here to get rid of a lot of the myths and limiting beliefs that you have because there's tons of them you've been fed a lot of stuff and I'm, I understand it, but there's a lot of things that are hurting you guys and it's not helping you. And you have been told by so many people who were told by other people who were told by other people who were told by other people that it was for helping, for helping them. And it's not. All of these things, braces, shots, and KT tape, they hurt you. They hurt you. You need to address your injury. Figure out why you're injured because what you're bracing, taping up, and shooting up is not where you're injured. That's just the pain spot. That's result of. So you're just making it worse because that's where it's exposing itself. That's where it's trying to get out of your body. And you're locking up the spot where it's trying to get out of your body. You don't wanna do that. Let it get the hell out of your body. Let it scream to you. You want that information. You want your body to talk to you like that. That's what it's doing. Stop shutting it up with duct tape and saying, I don't want to listen to you because it's just going to show up somewhere else. And eventually it will stop you from running, period. And I know that's not what you want because that's why you're on my podcast. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm always going to bring you the truth. I'm always going to come with a lot of passion and a lot of anger when it's things that could really mess up a runner. And I just want to get as much information out there to help as many runners keep running as possible. Keep taking injured runners and making athletes because that's what you all are. Enjoy your day, guys, and get out there and run your little hearts out. Have an awesome one. You're listening to the Run Pain Free Podcast.
the authority in injury prevention and correction for runners. With running and athletic functional movement expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy today's show.